Fish in a Tree, Chapter 51. Courage, Genius. I ask Mr. Daniels if I can renew my book at the library, and he smiles like I gave him a cake. Sure, he says, and then he hands me an envelope. Since you're heading that way, will you give this to Mrs. Silver for me? Sure. You have to hand it to her, though, and you have to wait until she opens it and writes a response and then return it to me, okay? I nod, thinking back to the days when a visit to the office meant trouble. I renew my book and then head to the office. Mrs. Silver is there when I walk in, and she smiles. Hey there, Allie. I hold out the envelope even before I start talking. I guess I want her to know right away that I'm not in trouble. I have a message from Mr. Daniels. She holds up a finger, telling me to wait one minute while she speaks with her daughter and picks up the phone. I mean to listen in on their conversation, but something else catches my attention. The poster with the two hands reaching for each other. The one I was asked to read, but couldn't. I walk over and stand in front of it. I stare at the outstretched fingers. Then I take a deep breath and look at the letters. I step right up to the wall and, just like Mr. Daniels taught me, use the envelope in my hand as a marker under the first line. I whisper, some things. Mrs. Silver comes and stands behind me. She puts her hands on my shoulders. I stop reading. No, Allie, keep going. I turn my head to look up at her. Can you just read it to me so I can hear it all at once? Mrs. Silver reads, Sometimes the bravest thing you can do is ask for help. See, Connors. Allie, she asks. I turn. Her voice cracks. I want you to know how sorry I am about the bumpy road we had for a while. I'm proud of all the strides you're making, all the hard work you're doing. We should have picked up on your learning differences before, but you were so bright and, well, I hope you'll give me another chance to help. I nod, looking over at that poster and think how I should have asked for help. But at the time, it took more bravery than I had, I guess. Hey, she says, didn't you have a letter for me? Yeah, Mr. Daniels said you're supposed to read it before I leave. She opens the envelope and reads as she walks to her desk. Then she laughs and turns toward me. Oh, did he tell you what this says? I shake my head. It says, the student delivering this note is our student of the month for hard work and a good attitude. Me? I ask. Are you sure it isn't a mistake? <laughs> she laughs. My brother Travis will never believe this, I tell her. But in my heart, I know he will. He'll be happy for me and mess up my hair and say, good going, Al. She writes a note for Mr. Daniels and hands it to me. I leave the office and I'm told right away to stop running by a teacher. So I do. But it's so hard not to run and jump and yell Mr. Daniels smiles at me as soon as I turn the corner into the room and I half jump, half run over to his desk. So you got the message, he asks. I nod. 
With a hand on my shoulders, he says, Attention, fantasticos! I would like to announce that our student of the month is our own Allie Nickerson! Oliver slaps his desk while others applaud. Even Jessica. She says something I can't hear exactly, but I do hear Jessica answer her. Stop it, Shay. Albert and Keisha come over. Albert with a high five and Keisha with a hug. Wow, are you going to talk to us little people when you win your next award? If you bake for me, I joke. Wait, Albert says, will you bake for me if I win something? Keisha and I laugh while Albert says, no, I'm serious. (laughs) Keisha pats him on the shoulder. Yes, Albert, I'll bake something for you. We begin collecting our things to go home. Travis is picking me up because I have to bring my project home. I get my stuff and head down to the gym to wait. Soon, Travis walks in, still wearing his clothes from the garage. The sun from outside is behind him, like like he's walking out of a ball of light. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm going to cry. It It makes sense. Everything does. Travis is smart in the same ways that I am. I run up to him, put my project down on the floor, and throw my arms around him. Pretty happy to avoid the school bus, huh? He laughs. I'm just really happy to see you, that's all. And I hug him one more time, but but tighter. His face questions me. Wait a second, I say. I'll be right back. And I turn and run before he can answer. I run because I have to. This can't wait until tomorrow. I sprint down the hallway, ignoring someone far behind me, telling me to slow down. I approach my classroom, grab the doorframe, and swing into the room out of breath. Mr. Daniels looks up from his work, surprised. Allie? I step up to the side of his desk. I reach into my pocket and pull out the worn piece of paper that says, possible. You're still carrying that, he asks, and smiles big. Please, Mr. Daniels, I tell him. You have to help. I'll do anything. He stands. What's wrong, Allie? Please help my brother. I take a step forward. He needs to learn to read, too. I think of the poster in Mrs. Silver's office. Mr. Daniel's hand reaching for mine, and mine reaching for Travis. Of course, Allie, I'm happy to help. Your brother's picking you up today, right? I nod, feeling so grateful for Mr. Daniel's. I wonder if he knows that I came into sixth grade wondering whatever would become of me. Now I have dreams I know I'll chase down. I'll set the world on fire someday and come back here and tell him so. Okay, he says, you you go ahead. I'll be down in a minute to talk with him about what we can do. I run from the room, but slow down, thinking, aware of every step, Eventually, I'm back at the gym, back to my big brother, who has stood by me and helped me always, who's believed in me no matter what I said. Travis is standing there with his hands in his pockets, looking up at the light streaming through the windows across the top of the gym. I watch him for a while. Finally, he sees me and smiles. I hand him the tattered piece of paper that says, possible. Here, this belongs to you now. He looks confused. For me? Mr. Daniels isn't far behind me. He shakes Travis's hand. Hello there, Travis. I've heard a lot about you. He looks down at me, 
quite a little sister you have here. Travis does that half smile. Yeah, she is. So, Mr. Daniel says, apparently Allie thinks we should talk. Okay, he says, brushing his chin with his knuckles. Mr. Daniels explains to him what we do after school and invites him to join us. I look up. Travis swallows hard and nods. I knew Travis would be brave enough to say yes. A mind movie lights up in my head of our last name written in neon lights in the window of Travis's new place. And there's another mind movie of me being happy, reading and making my art and finding a special alley-shaped place in the world. But these mind movies won't go into my sketchbook of impossible things because I know they will actually happen. I lean my back against my big brother and feel his hands on my shoulders. Their voices seem to fade as I look up at the light streaming through the windows. Things are going to be different. It's like birds can swim and fish can fly. Impossible to possible.